we're motivated. We're definitely motivated to give you a great, great debate on a brand new episode of the Great Debate Show with your host, Jarvis Jeffries. That's me, Terrence Smith. That's me. Nick Ely. You know who it is. And uh, just kind of got that north, 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 that kind of feel right now. We're motivated. We're not high, but we're motivated, and we're ready to be motivated. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Jarvis. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're motivated to give you a great episode, though. We've got a great debate, a very, very great debate. Uh, the NFL's best deep threat of all time in the NFL. Who do you got? Let us know live on YouTube right now in the comments, in the chat. Go ahead with the live chat. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you all. The Great Debate Show is available wherever you get your podcast. Download, follow, hit that follow button for me, and we appreciate it. There's so much to talk about, but The Great Debate Show, you can also type it in your search bar on Facebook, The Great Debate Show slash King Sip Productions on Twitter, and of course our names, Jarvis Jeffries, Terrence Smith, Nick Ely on Facebook as well. We debate throughout the week on some of the the craziest things uh, sometimes. It's not always sports. All right. Let's get it. Guys, it's a Friday. Uh, Grand Rising Kings and Queens. Uh, it's really not Friday, Friday, but when you hear this, it'll be Friday. We have so much to talk about from Thursday Night Football on Prime Video to the NBA. Luka Doncic snapping out. Uh, ja Morant, uh, did he put his foot in his mouth? The Western Conference, as as Terrence was saying, has definitely, definitely put the, you know, uh, put the Grizzlies on notice. They have letting them know. We heard what you said, partner, and they're just hitting them with, oh, just the Celtics, huh? Gotcha. Denver Nuggets, dub. Uh, Phoenix Suns, dub. Golden State Warriors, dub. And I mean that those those teams got dubs, not the Grizzlies. They were L's for them. All right, so we got to talk about that as well. We got to talk about week 17. We've got the picks. Uh, the playoffs is is very, 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 very close. And uh, Buccaneers, Panthers, big games. You've got Bills, Bengals, and Cincinnati. Everybody's waiting for that one. Cincinnati, I mean Buffalo. No, I think it is Cincinnati being the one-point favorite. One of them is the one-point favorite. That's That's too close to call. Too close to even touch, really, on a gambling, uh, from a gambling point of view. But we've got that and more. So many more good games, all of that and more. Let's get it cracking. Guys, how y'all feeling today, man? I feel great. Nick, how do you feel? I'm, I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. That's why I'm here. <laughs> You're crazy, man. All right, man. So, Nick. Uh, why don't you start the show off with telling us about what Luka Doncic did the other night, man, uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. Everybody knows how bad this dude is and how phenomenal he is. I have been on the record to say the same here lately, and he had a triple-double that involved 60. Am I correct? That is correct. Luka Doncic became the first player in NBA history to have a 60-20 and 10 game, uh, 60 points. 20 rebounds and 10 assists and an overtime win over, I believe it was the King. Don't quote me on that. 
I think it was the Kings in the day too. I do, I do believe you're right. And they and and was no, it was the, was it the Kings or was it the Knicks? No, it was the Kings. It was the Knicks. It was the Knicks. It was the Knicks. It was the Knicks. And man, yeah, so let's, let's start this back over. Terrence, how you feel today? There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hey, I think that's the thing about it is, guys, I have no expectations with the Knicks. No, you don't. I have no expectations with the Knicks. That's true. Fair enough. Yeah, you really don't. Uh, and and, so, and I understand. I, I really do. I, I, why am I trying to fight you on this? I'm I'm betting on the Knicks to you know in a few parlays, and I was like, oh man, why did not I listen? Why did not I listen to my partner, man? To my podcast partner. Yeah, I see that. Listen, I really the do. Knicks when you bet on them. They lose. Yeah. When you bet against them, they win. Yeah. It's just what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't have any expectations for them. Uh, I am very much still a closet Knicks fan. I only, I only speak about the Knicks when I'm spoken to about the Knicks. You, said you don't hear me throw my fandom out there. You said this closet. Is they, they allow 60-point triple-doubles Yeah. after they have a lead. Yeah. You said closet Knicks fan. <laughs> okay. Uh. All right. So, Nick, 60-whatever uh, you said, a triple-double, 60-was uh, it 20? And 10 or 60, 60, 20, and 60 10. 20 and 10. 60, 60, 20, 1 and 10. That's crazy. That's crazy. And they still should have lost the game. But I guess that was his 60th point or something or something as, close as, to that when he went in. At the end of regulation, he regulation. pulled to throw the ball off the, off the rim, yeah. catch it, and, and put the ball in. Ends up getting it back off of somebody else, off somebody else's hands, a teammate, or, and then he, yeah. Yeah, he actually scores it. He did all of that before even before his feet touched the ground. Like he didn't, he didn't come down and go back up for the shot. He, that was that was amazing. I'm not gonna lie, unbelievable. Yeah, it was a cra- it was a crazy it's sequence. Crazy. But it's like you know, wow. this is what happens to my teams. Yeah, uh, my Ravens <laughs> took the the, the 21 point lead to uh, to Miami and countless other leads. I bring up that one because that one cost me a lot of money. And apparently, my Knicks like to do the same thing. Man, I'm I'm cursed with comebacks this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. Say, yeah, it is very unfortunate. So Luka Doncic is the man. He's doing his thing. Now go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Yeah. So, so, so what this actually brought me was a, was a question that I want to put out here for you guys, simply for you, Jarvis. Because I, I know at this point, I know you're not still arguing that Luka Doncic is not number one on this list, and I think Chance is already in agreement with me. So I want I want the you guys to rank the next four players that I'm finna name under 25. These are the guys I, I, you can consider. Jason Tatum, Shea Gilders Alexander, John Morant, Trey Young, Zion Williamson. Who was that? And, and Luke, I'm assuming, too, right? Who, who was that last one? Luke, 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 I'm assuming, is number one. Is there still an argument? Is there anybody still arguing against that? Mm, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm still arguing. Does he play defense? I would. There you go. See, I would. He's not, he's not a very good free throw shooter. Put Jason Tatum number one. Yeah, That's I mean, why, because I've seen Jason Tatum eliminate and D up personally D up a Kevin Durant and eliminate a Giannis Antetokounmpo. And, um, and I guess Nick. The, the only knock on Jason Tatum is he got to the finals and got outplayed by Steph Curry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would still put. I would still give Jason Tatum a very slight edge on that. No, that not, not, it, it isn't even that he got to, got to the Western Conference Finals and got outplayed by Steph Curry. He, he, Steph Curry had a better team than him. Well, yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, so, like, he might, that might he, be he, a, a he, 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 he didn't even get outplayed by Steph. 
saying? Yeah, I was about to say there might be a circumstance of surroundings like he doesn't have a team that Jason Tatum has. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm I'm really great at that on Jason Tatum's performances, individual performances in those uh, series because a lot of that he was matched up with Kevin Durant and I've seen him personally put clamps on Kevin Durant that like doesn't really happen a whole lot. He, he uh, definitely was a bigger problem for Kevin Durant than I'm. Yeah, I'm, yeah, and, and it's like it's like when he sees Kevin Durant, man, it's like his eyes light up. Like he becomes the best scorer of all time when Kevin Durant's playing against him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, anybody, um, the only person I've I really seen give Kevin Durant those kind of problems that I can remember was Tony Allen. Like I, I know that I know that you might not get this reference, but you might get it. But uh, but but Jarvis, you remember like for years, like Undertaker was like just beating people down, and they would throw all these people at him. And then one day, like one Monday Night Raw, mankind comes out of nowhere and like just beats Undertaker down, and everybody's like, "That happens to Undertaker." Like, so that's how I feel about Jason Tatum and Kevin Durant. Like, where yeah. did this guy come from? Why is he beating Kevin Durant down like this? Why is Kevin Durant not fighting back? Right. Uh, he might fight back this year, but uh, but yeah. So I'm going to fight Jason Tatum. He <laughs> he's fighting back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, but I'm going to put Jason Tatum slightly ahead just because of. How he's performing those individual series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and and so I'm assuming Nick, you you have Luca number one, right? Uh, who you got number one, Jarvis? Man, I'm torn between Tatum and Ja, but the fact that neither has won a chip. Well, nobody on it. I don't. I'm not sure if anybody on their list has won a chip. I'm also. I'm no. also. I'm, look, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. A very underrated uh, uh, pick for me would be. What's his name? Gil Gilgis Alexander. Like yeah. that dude, I don't know what he's averaging right now, but every time I check the stats, he has 30 plus. Every yep. single time I check it out. So, I mean, and it's to the point to where Harden sees something and Harden wants to go back. There's the rumors that no, 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 not not the Thunder. That's the Rockets he wanna go back to. I'm sorry. Well, he should want to go to mm-hmm. the Thunder. Because I don't know, this dude is playing, he's balling, and they're in every game because of him. So they would be in each other way. I don't know. Well, if Harden would just chill out and 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 you know, like understand what his role is now, if he just play his role and stop, you know, dominating the ball so much and let somebody else do that, he'll be out facilitate, but that's it. But don't over, you know, don't over dribble. Don't <clears> don't do <throat> the things that he normally does. And it can't be same old pick and pop or pick and roll either. Just it's got to be an offense that he's okay with, but he did. He did, but he doesn't have to play with the ball as much. I think that if he went back to the Thunder, or even if he goes back to Houston, if it's different from the way it was with Dan Tony, it could be something maybe. But I mean, they're doing good in Philly. But the fact that he said what he said, I'm like, hmm, what's up with this? But I digress. I mean, the Thunder. I was wrong. I meant to say the Rockets with, with the, the Harden situation. But hey, that dude is balling. I know job is before this. Three game skid that the in the Western Conference that the Grizzlies have suffered after Ja opened his big mouth and spoke too soon. I'll say that because I'm a fan, but I can say it. I, I, I Ja, that's that's my guy. I love I love you, man. I like you, but they come on, chill out with all of that. I think that before those games, he was he was MVP candidate, serious MVP candidate. However, man, this dude from OKC is balling, man, and of course Tatum. And the team, they've been going so hard. I don't know how much Tatum <clears throat> has been going in, T. I'm sure you probably do. You said you you have him at number one, and you said it pretty quickly. So maybe he is, like, 
he has a lot to do with the Celtics' success so far this season. But absolutely. But man, Gilgis Alexander, that's that dude is raw, man. But he's he's bad. He's cold, and uh, he, he he will score. He could put points up. But Ja is the most entertaining out of all of those people on that list. Even though Luca is bad to the bone, I don't know. It just always. I guess he's so good. It looks like it's in slow motion when he's doing what he's doing, but. Man, Ja is just too impressive. I just wish he. I just I can't season. believe we're already getting Luca fatigue. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the man makes foot in the NBA, and we already tired of him. We already don't appreciate him. Uh, no, no, I can't. No, I can't say I'm tired of him. Now I didn't watch him enough to 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 be to have Luca fatigue. However, when I check it out, it's like he is good. I, I'll admit it. He's good. I I'm tripping. He's good, but it's still not just that entertaining to me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just like John. I wasn't was asking more entertainment. If it was an entertainment contest, excuse me, John, John would be at the top of it easily. Yeah. I didn't hear Zion's name. Did you say his name? He did say yeah, Zion was the last one I Oh, hell. What's Zion's number one then? I didn't hear his name. I got to say he's number one now. Because I was, I was about to say, like, before we get to the NFL stuff, and I know we got to hurry here, um, I was about to actually surprise you all and tell you. I'm glad you brought it up. I didn't hear his name. I'm sorry. I wanted to just say that, you know, I've been pretty hard on Zion. And I'm like, it's because I don't think he's going to stay healthy. Or I don't know if he is. It just seems to me that he's going to be somewhere in between um, Greg Oten and Brandon Roy. We know he could be good, but will he get to show us? Will he be, you know, healthy long enough to show us? And I, I wasn't sure about that. But now every time I'm watching these highlights or I'm watching a game, he's scoring 30 or 40. You know, and he's doing a lot of it in the paint. He's doing everything that I thought he could do. I still wish they would stop, you know, the referees would stop giving him these fouls that he's really not committing. I mean, he's really not forcing these fouls. He's kind of just bullying and, you know, just running over people uh, on his way to the rim. But for the most part, good spin move, footwork is getting better, and uh, we know he can still shoot the three. His free throw shooting is good. I mean, and he can pass. You know, he can come down the floor, run the run, run point for a minute, I'm impressed. He's doing his thing, and the New Orleans Pelicans are good. And they're going to be a problem if they're very well coached. Um, I, they got a lot of young guys that can shoot threes, and I don't even know who the hell they are. Um, and they beat they beat, they beat beat Memphis pretty good, too. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Josh shouldn't have said that the more and more I think about it. He shouldn't have said that. I really do think the Grizzlies can be the best in the West, but they got to focus, and they, you know, they, they've got to get all of this. I hope this has done something to help the Grizzlies, though. I really do. I hope this has helped them put a chip on their shoulder and maybe they'll just shut up and ball now. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I think it has to be Zion then. I would be crazy not to say Zion because as much as I want to say Ja, as much as I love uh, what the Gilgis Alexander guy is doing in OKC, he's the most talented out of all these people, though. I don't think we can really argue that. He's the best freakish athlete, I guess, out of all of these. Um or, or between him, I think, or be, between I, I him think and Zion. Definitely argue John Moran for, for most freakish athletes. Him or Zion. Well, I said between those two. Athlete. Yeah, between those two. Yeah, between those two. Uh, we're starting to see now though those one and two picks. We're finally about to see it. At one point, you know, we were saying that it looks like Ja, the Memphis got the best of that. They ran away with it because we didn't know if New Orleans were going to get their guy, their pick. Uh, so anyway, uh, that, that's a good one though. T. I mean, uh, Nick, that was a good one. Who do you have though? I mean, I don't think I gave you a direct answer either. It's Ja or, or Zion, but 
I'm sorry, I still can't go with Luca. He doesn't do it for me when I've got Ja and Zion on that list. I'm sorry. But who do you have? I got Luca. He's, okay. he's the best player under 25. We just watched him carry a lesser team to the Western Conference Finals last year. It's just the goals that were worried what they won't go on. Five or six in that series. Okay. Uh, five. See, that's another good player. Was he on the list, Giannis? Giannis is over 25. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's, uh, what, 30? Yeah, Giannis is like 29, 30. Yeah, he's like 29, 30, yeah. Okay. Well, see, that's another player that's 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 real good, and he just doesn't do it for me, though, when I'm watching him. Giannis is the best player in the world right now. And I and I don't care, because I don't really care to watch him, though. I'm sorry. He just I mean, that's fine. He is. He, he's the best player in the world. He, he may be, but, I mean, it, he doesn't do it for me. As good as he is, I, they need Chris Middleton to go further to win a championship. I think, like, I, I mean, I, I guess he needs his Scotty me, Pippen. Must, he needs his Scotty Pippen. I, yeah, I much rather watch Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving and John Morant, but Giannis is the best dude doing it right now. I'm not gonna argue he's with you on that. I'm not, I'm he's not a gonna give him the year candidate. Yeah. I'm not gonna argue I, with you on that now. He's a bad boy. I'm yeah. not. I'm not even gonna debate it. You know what? I mean, if you can just say he's the best player. Hey, what can I say? But look, so you're saying the Grizzlies just have a better team than the Mavs because Ja has been further in the postseason than Luka has. No, he hasn't. No, Luka's been further. Luka was in the Western Conference Finals last year because after the Warriors put them out in the semifinals, the Warriors played the Mavericks. That was the Western the Conference Finals? Oh, I didn't know that was the Western Conference Finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when did the Grizzlies go? Oh, home? Yeah, we, we were all waiting on Golden State and oh, the Phoenix. Gri- the Grizzlies went to the West second Conference round. Finals, and, and Dallas kind of came back from three one and ruined it. The three one, right? Do you know, you know, I think I don't think it was three one. I think it was. It was. Damn. I think it was. Yeah. I forgot. You know, Chris Paul. Chris Paul was kind of schooled, and he just kind of ran out of gas, like you know, like he always does. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> it, 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 you know, John Morant got hurt. I forgot that was the second round, not the third round. But Ja got yeah. hurt. If Ja doesn't get hurt, he's he's gonna be playing in the postseason longer than than Luca. That's that's right, Terrence. Because when they went down, they, they after game uh game four, they called Luca walking in the locker room. He was like, everybody's like to talk shit when they up, like 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 what Jordan said. Remember Jordan said a while uh, from time back. Luca was like, everybody like to talk shit when they up, and then they they went off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay. What what I what I will say is that I think that to me, and this is this is kind of crazy, but I think it was what, what year just for Luca. This is like, what like year three or four, maybe. Uh, how many years? How many years has Luca been in the league? I'm not sure. Uh, so I think, I think that Luca right now is really legitimately what James Harden was. Uh, what was that? Five six years ago now, when James Harden was at his peak, mm-hmm. and I think that Luca, Luca, Luca has a tank that very very quickly. Um, 
But what I will say is that I still think that he's going to have to figure out something, whether it's on the defensive end, whether it's free throws. Like, there's still parts of his game that he can improve on. Um, so I don't want to, you know, give him the NBA Kings crown already. <laughs> but the guy, he's, he's spectacular. Uh, what he's doing out there, you know, a 60-point, 20-rebound triple-double has uh, is, is literally never been done. But I do, and I'm bringing up James Harden to say this, let's not forget that James Harden pulled a 60-point triple-double off not that long ago. So we don't want to act like that a 60-point triple-double has never been seen. And James Harden did do it in four quarters as opposed to uh, overtime. This is okay. not to take anything away from Luka, yeah. but it is to shine some light on how good James Harden was for three, four straight, three, four years stretch right there before, you know. Right. Didn't Westbrook do it too? Westbrook may have done it too. Uh, so yeah, just definitely wanted to shine some light on those guys, yeah. uh, because um, you know they were very doggone good too. No doubt, yeah, that's right. Shine some light on them. That's all right. <clears throat> good stuff and good comparison. All right, that's enough basketball. Let's get on. Luca is definitely a right-handed James Harden though. If you watch him play, that's not. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah, and I and I've never been yeah. crazy about James Harden games either. Ever. Never. Yeah, there are a lot of similarities. Luca has a little more post game than James Harden. Yeah. Um. And quite frankly, I just trust him more. Yeah. The the biggest similarities, and I was and I was trying not to say this. I was trying not to say this. The biggest similarities is the referees love those guys. Yeah. Luca gets gets a lot of calls. A lot of calls. But here's the other side of that too. Lucas don't feel like he tries as hard to get him as James Harden did and does. Yeah, well, Luke definitely has a more physicality to his game. So, you know, there's going to be some contact there just by the nature of his game. But right. maybe he gets the benefit of, the, of that contact a lot. Some of it, but it's contact and not him, throw, and not him throwing his, his leg into somebody. Yeah. And falling I'm over. Which, I'm with you on that. I, I never appreciated that about James Harden's game, so. Okay. It was, it was one of the things that bothered me because I felt like he was too good to be doing it. All right, guys, uh, NFL, we ready for the NFL now? Let's do it. All right, week 17. We've got the week 17 picks. Uh, the Bills and Bengals, probably the biggest game of the week, but it's Monday Night Football. Um, let's see, should we start it? Should, should we should we run right into that one, the Monday Night game, or do you want to start hey, that's, with that's the biggest. That's the biggest, most meaningful game of the weekend. It really is. Uh, it, might be the, it might end up being the most meaningful game of the regular season. Could be. That is a very big game, man. It's got a lot of seeding implications. A lot. Uh, a lot of division implications, especially for my AFC North. Yeah. So, you know, that's a really big game. The Bengals uh, have a showdown with the Ravens in Week 18, am I correct? That's correct. So, this game is very meaningful to the Bengals, even though they are been red hot. They're on a the roll. Some say, and I'm one of them, that they are the most dangerous, hottest team right now in the AFC, uh, possibly in the league. Uh, if it wasn't for the, a team called the 49ers. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, man, look, we've got the 12-3 and three Buffalo Bills going to Cincinnati to go against the 11-4 and four Bengals. This is huge. I think that the Bengals get this win, just to go ahead and get my pick out the way. I think they're actually one-point favorites, and that's real close. It's real tight. Most people think that the Bills will win this game. The Bills are probably the better team. But, again, as, as, as much as I like the Bills and as much as I had them only losing three games all season, and I'm almost correct on that, 
So why am I picking yep. them to use, take their fourth loss here? I just think Joe Burrow at home can get it done. They're starting to click on all cylinders. You take Jamar Chase away, that's fine. I still got Tyler Boyd. I still got T. Higgins. I still got um, the tight end, Hayden Hurst or whatever, whoever that – I think it's Hurst. They've got some They've got some weapons. And, oh, yeah, I still got Mixon back. He's back healthy and P. Ryan in the backfield. The Bills are suspect to me on defense, especially without Von Miller. I'm taking the Bengals. Uh, just as a, as a minor correction, Jarvis, I'm showing Buffalo uh, minus one and a half on FanDuel and minus one on Caesars. Okay. Well, now I'm very confident in picking the Bengals. I would agree with you. I go, I go Bengals as well. Uh, I feel like they're they're a little hotter than the than the Bills are right now. I got a little more belief in kind of what they got going on. Uh, a little more belief, obviously, in their overall receiving core. It's hard Stephon Diggs. Um, for the Bills is, you know, obviously one of the, one of the best in the league. Uh, but the, uh, with the Bengals have over there with Jamar Chase and, and T. Higgins and uh, Tyler Boyd and, you know, Joe Mixon in the backfield and obviously Joe Burrow, uh, quarterback in the whole thing, man. It's, it's really hard to bet against those guys, uh, especially looking at, you know, what we saw last year um, and how they, how they were able to make it to the Super Bowl. So I, I would definitely roll Bengals. Uh, but I'm, I'm expecting a great game Monday night for sure. You know, this is a playoff game, right? It is. Both, teams, both, teams, both teams have something to play for. We're talking about two juggernauts uh, in the AFC, and nobody wants to get that bottom, gets that uh, that wild card team that you know that you don't want to take a chance on end up having to play the Chargers because Kansas City is also right there, and you could slide down depending on seating and matchups and. Nobody wants to charge us in the first round. So the, the easiest way to not get the charges in the first round is to get a bye. <laughs> so uh, this game is very, is very, very important. And I think I'm going to roll with the Bills. I think that, um, to me, they're just a little bit better team. Can't, uh, uh, Cincinnati is very, very hot. I do not trust Cincinnati's front line. They're going to have to make me trust them. And I know that Von Miller is, of course, out for the year. But um, I still think Buffalo has enough on defense where they can get it done. I just don't trust Cincinnati's front line. And I think that that much of a glaring glaring weakness is more than Buffalo's whole team has. Buffalo, Buffalo's problem is Buffalo. It's just that they get cute sometimes and don't want to play tough, uh, win tough games. They, they don't want to run the ball when they need to sometimes to me. Other than that, Buffalo doesn't really have much of a weakness, you know, of course, with, without, with the exception of Von Miller being out. But I do believe that as Cincinnati's line is bad enough to where Von Miller being out won't be that big of a weakness. And Cincinnati, of course, has a weakness with their front line. Yeah. I thought it was. And I, thought it, I thought it you know, what, you know what happens? You know what happens if the Bengals do beat the Bills? What's that? They they basically hand a number one seed to the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs got the Broncos and the Raiders left. And so if they, they beat both of them, they would finish 14 and 3. The Bills and the, and the Bengals would both be 12. Uh, 12 and, 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 12, and, that, 12 and that, that gives Buffalo a chance to drop, drop to the third seed, which that would give them probably the Ravens in the first round, depending on how the seeding falls. Yeah, the Bengals either and the Ravens, Bills either the the Raiders or the Chargers. The, the Bengals and Bills will have the same record after, after the game if the Bengals win. That's what you said, right, Nick? The, the, the Bengals and the Bills, yeah, would, but the Bengals would on the tiebreaker, of course. Yeah. Okay. I think the Bengals. I Denver. Yeah, I think the Bengals get it. I think they can get it done. Um, it'll be tight. We'll see, but I think they can get it done. 
again, Bills, Bengals, Monday Night Football, Joe Buck, Troy Aikman. That'll be the that'll be the biggest one right there. A good way to finish off week seventeen. Now the but other the Bills, the Bills at three. If, if, if that happens, as it stands, the Bills at three will play sixty, which is the Chargers. It could be Bills Chargers. Bills Chargers in in Buffalo. Ooh wee. First round of playoffs. I could. I That's could, I could first Jack Allen. Man, the way the, the the way Justin Herbert and the Chargers are starting to roll here. I, I, can, I would just I, be really hopeful that the weather didn't ruin that game. I mean, even in the bad weather, they lost. They they lost. I'm the, saying, they lost like, the like, I, I, I want to see the show. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh. I, I want to see because I mean, you got Josh Allen versus Justin, Justin versus Justin Herbert. Yeah. We came to see the show. We didn't come to see. All right, ground and ground and pound. Right. Snow football. No, we want this thing aired out. All right, so I would hope the weather wouldn't wouldn't ruin that one. We we shall see. Uh, what, what what's the more games in Week 17? The important ones, though, Nick. Uh, uh, another one has got got a little bit of weight to it. The 12 and three Minnesota Vikings visit the seven and eight Green Bay Packers. The Packers surprisingly are still alive uh, for a playoff spot. I think they uh, have won what four in a row at this point, and they are favored uh, in this game minus three and a half at the career. Go ahead, T. Uh, what, what was that matchup again, Nick? I'm sorry. Vikings and Packers. Packers three and a half points. Oh, Packers. Vikings and Packers. Oh my goodness. Um, and, Green Bay. and and I just and I just got to say this again, as I said on, on the last episode, man, give Aaron Rodgers a little bit of love for saying, "Hey, as long as we are mathematically still in this thing, I'm playing." I do think it's kind of poetic justice for the Vikings, the division rival, to come in and uh, go and put them out of their misery because that's exactly what's about to happen. <laughs> oh man. Um this could be this could be Aaron Rodgers' last game Mm-mm. as a Packer versus the Vikings, you know, last division game against the Pack against the Vikings. So Uh-oh. it's it's kind of poetic just for the Vikings to come in and put old yell out of his take old yell behind the shed as Shawn Michaels so <laughs> Rick Flair. Okay, I'm, no more wrestling analogies. I'm done. Man, but um coming. You know, I'm rolling with the Vikings on that. And so you're telling me, you... even though I've gotten both of them, good, okay. good. Okay. Hey, we're on a roll there. I'm two, I'm two for two tonight. So that would mean that Julian Love or whatever his name is would be starting next week if the Packers Jordan lose his game. Jordan Love. Jordan Love. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, Jordan. That's exactly what will happen if the Packers lose this game. And uh, you know what? And that's a. Per- I think that's a perfect scenario for the Packers. Give them one. Give yeah. Uh-huh. Give them one preview. One little snippet before they. Yeah, before yeah. They close give them one serious game. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know. I guess a, uh, a team's starting defense. Yeah, and see what it does, and that'll give you a good base to go on next year. That very well. I definitely, I definitely think that, that that show is over. That very well could happen. Um, but I, as much as I like that, it sounds good. And the Giants have the Colts, and so I don't. I don't think the Colts will beat the Giants. I think the Colts are done for the year. They have already planned those Cancun. Um, uh, vacations, those those Brazil vacations, or wherever those guys like to go in the off season. Uh, so I don't I don't think the Colts will win, man. So I'm pretty sure the Giants will get that W, and that'll be officially it for the Packers. I think the Giants win, kind of kind of eliminates. Oh, them, so I, I, they need I, the Giants no, no, out. No, no. I'm looking at I'm look I'm looking at what eliminates them. The Packers will be eliminated uh, if they lose, and either the Commanders win at home against the Browns, or the or the Lions win at home against the Bears. Oh, 
But if they the win, Lions and the Bears, look at that. So more, more. To, either way, somebody in the division can uh, put them out of their misery. Yeah, but if the if the Packers win, they're still alive, though, right, Nick? If they win, they're still alive. If they, if they win, they're alive. If they if, uh, if they're gonna win, they gotta win out. And then the Giants have. I mean, excuse me. Either the Commanders have to lose once, or the Giants have to lose twice. Okay, well, I'm taking the Packers to win this game. Then, if they still, if they can still be alive with the win, they don't need to worry about anything else on Week 17, but just win. And they're still alive. I'm taking them, uh, and they're favored, like like minus 180, minus 192, or something like that. Why would Vegas do that against a 11, 11, 12 win team in Minnesota? Uh, a 12 win team in Minnesota. That's bonkers. That's crazy to me. It's cold as hell. Kirk Cousins don't play too good in the cold. Uh, right. I mean, they. I know they won a game in Buffalo. That was that was crazy. But they're they're still an inside team. They're a dome team. Hey, let's say let's go ahead and say the Packers will get the split. They'll stay alive. They'll win. Go eight and eight because eight and eight is something that I'm going to be big on. I'm going to be very big on that number uh, on this episode here today for Week 17. The, a lot of eight and eight teams uh, possible. I'm going to say that one of them will be the Green Bay Packers, and the Detroit Lions will beat the Chicago Bears also, and they will go 8-8. Eight and eight. And then what happens in Week 18? Who does Green Bay and Detroit play? I'm trying to predict how this is going to go. Like, after, after, after this week, if Detroit wins and goes 8-8 eight and eight and beats Chicago, if Green Bay beats Minnesota and they go 8-8, eight and eight, who do they play next week? Green Bay and each other. Each other? Is that accurate? Is that true? I'm- I'm, I'm asking. I, I, I thought you knew. No, I didn't. I was trying to see what you're gonna what you're you gonna tell me. You're probably right. Oh, yeah, you're probably yeah, they, right. They do. They do play each other. They, they do, do play each other in the end of season. So there it is. Both teams eight and eight for the NFC North. Why would the Packers lose? It's just too much ratings for next week. Give me Green Bay. That's an interesting idea. Even though, even though everything Terrence said, ladies and gentlemen, is spot on. The the Vikings, the Vikings shouldn't. They have no business losing this game to a team that, yeah, they're getting hot. But this is the Vikings. You can't get rid of them. They're always you can. They can be down thirty three to nothing and they'll still beat you. So Green Bay shouldn't lose this game, right? I mean, uh, Minnesota shouldn't lose. But as I just gave you the script, or at least this is the way I would write it, the Green Bay would win, and they probably will. Well, from one division that's this, uh, up for grabs to another, well, not division, really, like it's already got the division, but we'll go to another division that is up for grabs in the NFC South. Uh, the 69 Panthers visit the 7-8 and eight Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Tampa Bay is a three-point favorite and uh, can clinch the NFC South if they win on Sunday. Hmm. Talk to me, Keith. Well, I, hey, think, I, I, I think you kind of broke up the, right there, Nick. Sorry. Yeah, then we got uh, six and nine Carolina, seven eight Tampa Bay. Tampa oh, Bay, and, that, and, point. and that's uh, that's a huge one. Yeah, three points. You know what? Home. You know what? Uh, hey, Tampa Bay wins. Yeah. They win the division. Uh, Carolina, uh, they have to win out. Hey, stop right there. Tampa Bay wins. There, I, I, I ain't no way. At some point, we've got to get to the Tom Brady, and it's going to be dangerous in the in the playoff storylines. Uh, it's got to start this week. I know. I know. Last week, Carolina um, kind of blew out um, Detroit, and so they're going to come into the game looking strong. And everybody's like, "Carolina's defense and 
Carolina's going to steal the division. Nah, man. At some point, Tampa's got to find. Drivers, you remember when they won a championship? And right before the playoffs, I said, hey, Tampa is firing on all cylinders. I think Tampa's going to go and win the Super Bowl. You remember how kind of how that went? Yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but I am saying that they are going to. Tom Brady is going to look a little, and the Bucks are going to look a little more dangerous than what they've been looking but going just, into the playoffs to at least make the matchups look uh, not favorable, but at least worth watching. So if they get if they got a division win, which I mean that's the only way they're going to get in, their first game, their first playoff game is going to be like the Giants or somebody, right? Uh, they would have the land. They would be like the fourth seed. Uh, Who's the fifth seed over there? In the NFC, uh, right yeah. now, right now, the fifth seed is uh, 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 Dallas. Dallas. And listen, here, so here we go. We've got Tampa versus Dallas, a rematch, a rematch of Week One, where Tampa completely annihilated Dallas, and we've got Tom Brady versus the Cowboys in the playoffs. Hmm. We gotta have that. So I'm I'm, call, I'm calling Tampa against Carolina and a blowout. They can rest week uh, week eighteen because uh, they don't have they won't have anything to play for. And we're gonna have all these crazy scenario matchup scenarios where we've got the dangerous Tom Brady coming in for one last playoff hoorah. Don't even be surprised if there's not an announcement that Tom Brady said this is it for him. You know, I just I just I'm. I'm trying to not think like driving so much, but I can't help it. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't. I don't. I, I, look, I don't mean to. I don't mean to get you all okay. crazy, it's man. Because you're not it's wrong just... a lot of the time, so that's why I'm, <laughs> my train of thought is kind of shifted towards these. Right. Teams. All good. But yeah, I wouldn't be wouldn't be surprised if we get a blowout of Carolina, uh, and then all the all the the Tom Brady one more playoff scenarios kind of start creeping up. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know who knows? Hmm. Because listen, it, by, by all means. If they do get on this, if if some kind of way, which is 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 unlikely, but let's just say if it happens where um, Tom Brady and Mike Evans and uh, Godwin and, and some kind of way Julio comes and fixes his hamstring and his knee and is able to play ball, if those guys can just figure out something, like they can still be good realistically. They just they're just so slow to me, and I think that's part of the problem. There's no real speed threat out there. Uh, Mike Evans is slow. Yeah. Godwin is pretty good, but uh, Julio, whatever speed he has, he doesn't seem to be able to maintain it. I've seen flashes of it, but he doesn't seem to be able to maintain it. But if they can figure that out, hey, those guys can actually still be pretty good. And we see right now where, you know, the Cowboys are struggling with the Titans. So don't be surprised, man. But, you know, and I'll say this in closing, like, I have always wanted a Super Bowl where it would have been New England when Tom Brady was there. Versus the Cowboys, kind of America's newest team and versus America's oldest team. Well, America's new team versus America's old team. Right. Uh, this is the closest I'll probably ever get to that. And what a Reddick's monster it would be. I mean, at this point, it's, it's actually pretty much locked in. Uh, if you look at the at the NFC playoff picture, I was excuse me, just looking at it. Let me pull it back up here real quick. So yeah, Tampa Bay is uh, seven, seven and eight. Um, there's a four seed, obviously, you know, being the leader in the NFC South. Assuming they end up winning it, uh, Dallas is 11 and four, and uh, you know, of course, of course, assuming that, that Philly wins uh, the summer weekend, uh, one of these last two and, and clinches number one seed. Um, the Vikings and the 49ers, of course, are locked in for winning their uh, winning their division. 
And so, uh, and, that, and the, the Giants are 86, Washington 86 uh, and 1, and Washington 77 and 1. So they really couldn't catch Dallas uh, record wise. But right. I mean, that, 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 that's actually that pretty much locked in. So Dallas is either going to win the division or they're going to get the fifth seed. Right. Makes sense. And Tampa, we know Tampa is either going to get the fourth seed or they're going to be at the house. That's right. Correct. That's right. So, I mean, this one we can pretty much start like. <laughs> Going to start well, no, well, no, that's not that's not entirely true. If they, yes, that's all Tampa Bay. That's that's all that's all Tampa Bay can do: win the division and get in or go home. That's it. That, that, yeah, them that or Carolina. True. Yeah, that's it. But we, we, although you know, as we talked about the past the, the last few episodes ago, I don't think either one of them should be in the damn playoffs in the NFC South because it's crazy. But if you're gonna put them in for winning for winning their division, fine. But man. At least let them go to Dallas. Dallas shouldn't be going to Tampa Bay or Charlotte, North Carolina yeah, yeah. for that game. You got a chance to get you got a chance to get thirteen wins, fourteen wins maybe. Yeah. Uh, but you got to go to a, you got to go play a home play a, play a road game to a team that has like seven wins. Like it's just ridiculous. Right, Nick. Who you got? Hmm. Something in me wants to pick Carolina. Who, who does Tampa Bay and, and Carolina play next week? Can you find that out for me? It, it, that, that, I, I, I would say let's go ahead and just pre- let's go ahead and finish this script out like we just did with um <laughs> with, 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 Talk with about all the scenarios with, 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 with the Green Bay, yeah, with the, the Green Pan- Bays the and Panthers play the Saints. Panthers play the Saints next week. That's a good uh-huh. defensive. That's a good and, defensive and team. And the Buccaneers play the Falcons. Okay, the, the Buccaneers. The Saints are still technically alive. Right. Okay, so the Buccaneers. Definitely will win next week. They can afford to lose then this week. If they but did. Then, but, then, but then Carolina would have to also lose next week. Carolina will lose next week. They're playing the Saints. The Saints is a good defense. But everybody will think, damn, it looks like Carolina's going to get in. They just swept Tampa Bay. And now they've got the Saints. Yeah, Tampa Bay will beat Atlanta. But that's not going to be enough. Because Carolina will win too. But they probably won't. Where is that game at? Is it in New Orleans or Carolina? One moment, I can tell you. It is in New Orleans. The Saints will win that game more than likely. That's a good defense, and everybody just got back healthy. They've been start. They started to look good again. Some of the things that we thought we would have seen, if Michael Thomas had played all year, if Alvin Kamara didn't miss so many games, a lot of guys on the offense missed a lot of time, but the defense they did as well. But they're back healthy, and they say that Dennis Allen, his job is safe. Uh, so he's actually going to probably return. He's a defensive guy. The de- the team is a defensive team. Now I don't know if they need to go quarter. I think they definitely need to go offense if they get a quarterback and when they get one. If they not if they're not sold on who they have now, which I'm sure they're not. Not Andy Dalton or Jameis Winston. So if they can get that figured out, that's why Sean Payton's not there. He has to have it. He has to have a quarterback. If Drew Brees doesn't go to New Orleans, Sean Payton wasn't going to New Orleans. He was actually trying to get them both to, to go to Miami, but that didn't happen. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Look, I've been saying all season Tom Brady's going to be 8-3. and three. And he's probably still going to be 8-3. and three. It's just sometimes I wonder, is it going to be the 2022 season or will it be the 23 season? Now Terrence has me thinking, damn, what if, <laughs> what if Tampa Bay does lose and here comes all of the retirement stuff again? You know, like, this is it. 
And he said, I think the next time I contemplate it, it'll be it. Uh, man, but then on the other side, on the flip side, I keep thinking that Brady may actually win his eighth Super Bowl next year as a 49er. But if that's the case, we may have to make a sacrifice again and we may not win this year. Because I don't think we win the Super Bowl with Brock Purdy or Jimmy Garoppolo and then go get Garoppolo, I mean, go get Brady next year. Uh, so I'm thinking that maybe we're not going to win. And if that's the case, then who will? I don't know. Uh, I just, I don't know. Brady could not make the postseason. It'd be hard for me to see him go to the postseason and lose. So either Terrence is right, they're going to, He's going to miss the postseason. Here comes the retirement talk, even though I still don't think he's going to retire. He'll be back on another team. Or here it comes. And keep in mind, though, the center Ryan Jensen has returned to practice. This guy was – I think he went down before the season started. Or right, or right, or right, around, or right around training camp week one, yes. He, and this was a devastating loss. He's back. Let's see if Brady gets a little bit more time and things start to click and everybody starts to look bit. There's it, it could go so many different ways. So let me stop wasting so much time on one game. I know one thing. If Carolina beats Tampa Bay, they will get the sweep. Brady has been swept before and still made the postseason and won a Super Bowl. The Saints did it in 2020 to him. It didn't matter. Now that season he did get to play the Saints again and eliminate them in the playoffs. He can't do that to Carolina if they get in. Only one of them can, but that's neither here nor there. Both teams can be 79 when this is over. I can't believe I'm doing this as much as I've been talking about Brady in 8-3, but he has let me down a lot this year. Tom Brady, that is. I'm picking Carolina to get this win. It's just something about Steve Wilkes and what he's got this team doing. They buy, they're buying into whatever he's selling. The defense is playing good. Now, I do think J.C. Horn being injured – could very well hurt the Panthers because he's good and he's down right now. And I think they had to sign somebody, but the defense is still good overall and they run the football. Oh, JC Horn out? I think he is. Oh, switch my pick. I'm taking the bus. It's over with. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was quick. Well, I'm glad I brought that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. I'm still taking the Panthers just for the 79 and 79. But I mean, my, my gut tells me Brady is about to, Brady probably is not going to lose again this season. I just don't know which one because I'm so stuck right now. But Brady does this to me every damn year. He clouds my judgment on who's going to win the whole thing because I'm always wondering what do they have set for him? What do they have planned for him? Usually when I think he's not going to win, he wins. And when I think that he's going to win, he doesn't. So I guess I should every year. I guess for 20 years I should have said he was going to win the Super Bowl every damn year. Uh, But anyway, yeah. But I'm, I'm going to say because of the 79-79, Carolina wins. But don't don't put the Panthers in the playoffs yet because I think they go to New Orleans and drop lay an egg against their Saints. And Brady's going to beat the Falcons like he did the last time, even though they cheated to beat them. Bad call, bad flag. If they have, if they have to do that again, either way, somehow, way, they will beat the Falcons. Yeah. I'm taking – Carolina. I'm taking the book. I didn't know J.C. Horn was out. Okay. Tom Brady's going to eat. He should. He should. But I don't know which way to go on this now. I'm really I'm really torn. 79-79. That's why I'm taking Carolina. That's the only reason why. That and the fact that they can still flip it. They can do a 180 on you next week. They will do that. 
Carolina could win this game and still miss the playoffs. What else you got, Nick? Uh, let's see. Well, this will be kind of interesting. We got the eight and seven Miami Dolphins minus their star quarterback versus the seven and eight New England Patriots in Foxborough. New England is a two and a half point favorite. I'm trying to see what playoff implications this game can have. Well, I know one thing. Uh, if New England wins, they'll be eight and eight. I'm taking the Patriots. <laughs> and, we can easily, right? <laughs> I mean, and the Dolphins would also be eight and eight in that scenario. Yeah, and they're without Tua, so I'm sure they'll lose. They're without Tua. Let's and go with the 88s versus the 88s. I, but I got to say this: I really need uh, Miami to get this W. Uh, what I do not want is for Pittsburgh to somehow sneak into the playoffs. So uh, come on, Miami! Like just just pull this W out some kind of way. I think Terrence is going to have a terrible week here. I mean, everybody he wants it, it to. It sounds like I'm about to have a terrible week. Uh, yeah, I mean, I. I I can see Cincinnati winning, and I know I know you don't want them winning. And I can and, and, and and I can definitely just, see Miami losing. Okay. Um, whoever's whoever's got the the chance to get that two seed up there, which is Buffalo, Kansas City, even Cincinnati. I think my Ravens have a slight outside chance to get it, but I don't just don't see that happening. I know they don't. They're, I think they're mathematically eliminated. I think they still get the two seed. Um, nobody wants to play Pittsburgh. Nobody, nobody wants T.J. Watt coming at their quarterback that, all, no. all in a playoff game. Definitely not their defense, no. So uh, they, I'm not the only one that hopes uh, Miami goes on and and then close. Especially you, you'd rather have a banged up Miami team versus a, a, a very healthy Pittsburgh defense. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So Miami, come on, let's do this thing. Especially the way they've been, two has been playing here lately. So yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think the, the blueprint is kind of out on Tua. Um, and Green Bay kind of showed a lot of that last week. So, you know, you, you'll take your chances on that. You know, you, your corners just got to make sure they stretch and stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did Miami beat uh, Pittsburgh earlier this year or something? I don't know if Miami beat Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh beat I forgot who won they that game. Hey, they did. I'm looking at it now. The Dolphins won 16-10. So the Dolphins will hold a tiebreaker. Dolphins will hold a tiebreaker. Good, good. Okay, that gives me a little bit of room to, to breathe. I'm saying that because... I'm saying that because New England's probably gonna win this game. <laughs> they are, and I really, they really, really need Miami to win. But I think New England. Keep in mind, Pittsburgh is seven and eight, and Miami's eight and seven. Both of them do cool because they both got two games left. So, in theory, Miami to lose, Pittsburgh to win, and then who does Miami play the last week of the season? They play the Jets. That's a tough game. The Jets could. The Jets could. It's a lot going on at the bottom of the AFC. The bro. Jets could be eliminated though Sunday in Seattle. They could be. Oh, but, but Mike. They probably no, still want to come out and play spoiler. No, I take that back. Mike White's coming back. So yeah, they could definitely go out there and get the win in Seattle. That defense is good. My, and the, and, and Seattle's offense is kind of calmed down, cooled down. This is wild. Miami is currently in the seventh spot at eight and seven. New England, the Jets. Tennessee and Pittsburgh are all seven and eight, and they're in that order behind Miami. And then you got uh, Vegas at six and nine, and they're also still alive. But everybody's going to be eight and eight going into Week 18, though. Just and, about. And everybody and everybody's going to play each other, basically. I see a lot of eight and eights. Give me New England. Give me New England over Miami. Miami's not going to lose this game. Tua probably doesn't even have a damn concussion. It's meant for the Dolphins to lose this game. The pay, the Patriots will win this game. And then I'll go ahead and fast forward. 
That's another game. We were talking about the Steelers. I forgot who they played. Who does who does the Steelers play this this weekend Sunday? Pittsburgh Steelers. They've, they've got Baltimore. They've got Baltimore seven and eight. Oh, they play Baltimore. Damn, T. Yeah. This is not going to be a good week for you. I, I don't think. Um, Clearly I, not. I got the Steelers beating the Ravens too. They 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 should have beat them the last time. They lost by like a field goal or something like that. Um, but yeah. pick it to Pickens is really starting to pick up. That's a lot of peas there, man. You hear that PPP talk, man? Pick it, <laughs> pick it to Pickens. Well, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully they, uh, Miami loans them an L. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, <laughs> be careful talking about PPPs on here, man. We don't want the. Hey, let's, let's just not mention those again. All right, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, you. That's that's right. That's right. But pick it to Pickens is starting to pick up, and I am picking the Pittsburgh Steelers. Damn, this is I so I, – I, I did not plan it like that, man. I, just pit, pit, pit. I didn't plan that. But, but that's What's good stuff. Yeah, even Pittsburgh. I'm picking Pittsburgh. Sorry, T. You got, are you picking Peter Piper also? <laughs> right, right. Not as well, B. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to roll my Ravens against Pittsburgh, but I just, just it, everything just scares me about that, honestly. Yeah. Like, literally everything. Right. Because Pittsburgh just has a way of just fighting and clawing, and they're probably not going to have a losing season, which means they'll end up going, which means they will win out. They don't have, they're not going to have a losing season. Because you can't go, you can't go 8-8 eight and eight anymore. Um, and Tomlin has never had a losing season. So they, they very well might win out. But and I'm, I'm going to roll with my and, Ravens, and I and I am admitting I am 1,000 percent biased, and I don't have and I don't have an apology in the world about it. And you shouldn't, <laughs> and and you shouldn't. But Terrence, I want to say real quick that is the very reason why I am picking Pittsburgh, not because the Steelers are better, not because Lamar Jackson isn't playing. Those are some factors, but the main thing is that the fact well they'll they'll go eight and eight if Pittsburgh wins, and not only will they be eight and eight, they will be at 500. And Mike Tomlin, we'll, they'll get to talk about it for one more week. Will he go eight and nine, or will he go nine and eight and keep that streak alive of you know nothing but winning seasons as a head coach in Pittsburgh? I think they yeah. keep that alive one more week, and that's why I think Pittsburgh wins. And again, Lamar's still staying out. You don't have really much to lose. You've already clinched. You know, I don't think it's going to really hurt Baltimore. No, it, it, it really wouldn't hurt them. I mean, they have already um, clinched the playoffs. Right now, they are just trying to see if they can get the uh, division, which, you know, the crazy part is that they haven't had to start in QB for, what, four weeks now? Um, and they're still, they still have a shot at the division. Really, if New England hadn't literally given the game away last week, they would be in, in prime position for it. But, you know, they're probably still going to game next week to, uh, to fight for the division, so... Well, well, hey, hey they're, the, they're, they're not. They're they're actually in a pretty good spot. They're not now. I know I've been saying for a few weeks now how good of a spot San Francisco is in. They're not in that good of a spot. But I think that with the way the matchups are looking, I think if they get Jacksonville the first week of the pro, uh, playoffs, to me that's one of the most favorable, favorable, favorable playoff games you could ask for, given the people that are in there. Because um, nobody wants the Chargers, nobody wants the Chiefs. You know your your two matchups that you probably like to see will be the Dolphins or uh, or or the Jaguars or the Titans if they get in for sure. I mean that's just that's just I don't want to call it a gimme, uh, but you know what I'm saying that's that's going to be the easiest matchup. So I think they're in a in a great spot being at the in a wild card spot they're in. 
I'm going to tell you this, T, and I know we got to keep it going. If Lamar Jackson doesn't come back into the postseason, your Ravens are probably not going to win a game, a playoff game. Oh, because, no. I mean, yeah, that's a fair assessment. Be, because I can see – well, there's only one more game left after this weekend. And I think mm-hmm. that I think that as much as I have said that the Ravens could be one of the teams that will just, you know, upset a few teams in the postseason, and then I switched it to the Titans, and now they're not even playing Malik Willis on Thursday Night Football. I don't know what's going on. Damn, it, it just needs to be a dumpster fire in Nashville. What the hell? But anyway, I digress. Um, I, I'm going back because of what happened last year with the Tennessee Titans. Everybody thought that, wow, the Titans won 11, 12 games, and they didn't have Derrick Henry for half the season. Right. And then they got into the playoffs when he came back. Like, sky's the limit now. He's back, and they lost. Yeah. I can see Lamar Jackson doing the same thing with Baltimore. And I who, hope that who beat doesn't them happen. Last year? Who beat who? The Titans? Uh, Tennessee. Oh, Cincinnati. Okay. Cincinnati. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, uh, your, the Bengals couldn't be playing the Bills at a better time for your sake, T. No, no, no doubt about it. They're playing yeah, the absolutely. Bills. That's a good thing for you. I just I just think the Bengals are red hot right now, smoking hot, piping hot. I don't see the Ravens winning and this I, and I, and right you know now. And I think that's fine. Like I said, if they if they if Baltimore does somehow come back and win the division, they're gonna end up playing either the Chargers or Miami in the uh first round. Yeah. Don't nobody want that. Yeah. If yeah. they don't, they're gonna end up playing who, Jacksonville? Jacksonville, which I think is just a you, – you know you're going to Jacksonville. You're going to great weather. Um, you had a lead on them the first time they came back to beat you. But you got to you gotta have some confidence in that. It's a whole heck of a lot better than playing the Chargers. Do you think the Ravens yeah, are trying have, to – Have you seen Jacksonville lately? Do you really want to play that thing? Have you seen the Chargers lately? Do you, do you, do you think John Harbaugh is trying to Greg Popovich's way into Jacksonville for the playoffs? Uh, I don't think so, but I'm pretty sure they have looked at this situation and said they would be perfectly okay in that spot. Okay. Um, one, given the um, just what I was just talking about earlier, the, the the to me the challenges that those other teams would would, would place on them, and and two, uh, the weather, and then three, I'm sure they they want a little bit of revenge. I'm sure they feel some type of way about that L they took earlier, and I'm sure they want their game back. Yeah, I can see all of that happening. I really can. I can see all of that happening. It just I don't know. I, I worry about him not coming back until the playoffs. Like, they, they'll have so many. There's just so many. It's got rust written all over it. Everybody will talk about that probably more than anything else. Like, the injury still hurting him. There's some rust, too. Who knows? But then again, they still could be the team that I said that would go to Buffalo and upset them and also probably go to KC and upset them. Or at least or at least get that first playoff win in Jacksonville and then go somewhere else, and then it probably would stop in the championship. I, I'm not sure. This is a crazy playoff tree, and anything can happen these past two weeks here. There's so many scenarios up in the air, and uh, this is what it's all about. It's what it's all about. Nick, what else you got? Yeah, my quick pick on that. I hate to, hate to say it, T. I think I'm going to roll with the Steelers. Uh, and I, I'm, a, I'm a little biased just because I think you guys probably saw. I know Jarvis saw uh, my response to somebody on Twitter today. I'm a big fan of Mike Tomlin. And so, uh, obviously, you know, he's, of course, never had a, had a losing season and, and all of that. Uh, so, I, I'd like for that streak to continue on him. You know, I think he's, uh, you know, just for, particularly for black, you know, head coaches and potential head coaches in the league. I think yeah. he's definitely a, a great example. And uh, so, just... Just based on that alone, I'd like to see that streak continue. 
Um, so I'm, I'm pulling for the Steelers, and I'm going to pick them to do it. Okay. Smart man. Uh, past that, not a whole lot to say interesting, guys. I mean, the 49ers playing the Raiders. Let's talk about oh, let's let's no, talk about we don't the Raiders. Have to talk about the game, but you know the Raiders have a particular situation going on. Yes, yes, this is true. Yeah, Derek Carr. We're at the sixty minute mark, so yes, let's quick. We apologize for just getting in that. I mean, they're not a playoff team, so it's not that big of a deal. But the biggest thing is the big picture, the future. What does that hold for Derek Carr now that he has been benched? And not only has he been benched, you're not even gonna see him hold a clipboard or an iPad. He's left the team. He's went away. He's going away for the rest of the season until they discuss and get him traded. This is it for him yeah, as a Raider. Yeah, that, 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 his time in, in, in Las Vegas, his time with the Raiders, yeah. I mean, they've been in three different cities, <laughs> uh, <laughs> is essentially over. Yeah. And I think this is worse than like what San Francisco was with Garoppolo because Garoppolo was essentially a free agent and could go anywhere, but just kind of worked out. You know, he had some unfortunate circumstances and you know, it just kind of worked out where they had to, you know, he had to sign back. Yeah. This is this is the Raiders all front office saying that, hey, we don't want this guy anymore. Uh, we'd rather trade him. We don't want to pay him. That's what that's really essentially what it comes down to. So as opposed to letting him play and getting an ACL injury or something that we can't trade him for next year, let's make sure he's healthy because we're going to use him to to get our future and get, and get some picks. The problem with that is they've upset uh, Devontae Adams. Who they just signed, big free agent. Many considered to be the still many still considered to be the best receiver in football. He ain't in the Lord in two. Um, so I have a scenario that I think will be very, very favorable for favorable for these guys. Y'all listening? Oh yeah, I I'm already know where you're going. Oh yeah. All day. Mm. All right. <laughs> so as opposed to because I'm pretty sure that their goal is to trade them for like some picks. But let's be realistic. What kind of picks are you really getting for Derek Carr? Eh, Derek not Carr, any ones. I don't know if you if, get a if one. If you are GM, if you are GM, and Nick, your team has more picks than anybody, even though you don't need a quarterback. I'm just saying, if you are a GM, and I say, ring, ring, hey, I got Derek Carr right here, what would you give me for him? Nick, you go first. What would you give me? If I was, who needs a quarterback? Or who might need a quarterback? Let's say I'm Miami, and I decide to move on. No, no, let, let's go this. The Jets need a quarterback. Let's say I'm the Jets. Okay, that'll yeah. work. Yeah. Let's say I'm the Jets. And you call me. I'm the Jets GM. And you say to me, hey, I, I got Derek Carr. Let's talk. I would give you... I'd give you a first rounder this year. Okay. What's the what's the Jets first round edition? They seven days. What, what they probably in, in the in the middle 15? of the pack, middle of the pack, middle yeah, of the pack. 14, 15, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah, sixteen. Yeah, okay. I I I give you a first round pick. I give you. I give you a second next year. Okay. And I give you a third the year after that. All right. And if you want to uh, play a you know, somebody just to make the money work. Nobody important, but, you know, uh, a second nickel corner or some, something. That, right. You know, if you want that, right. I'll tell you that. All right, cool. Now, 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 Jarvis, Nick is the Jets. 
you are the Giants. What you got? Mm. Now I'm the Giants. Or the Commanders. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking of teams that I know need quarterback. Uh huh. Oh. Uh, 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 I said the Commanders because uh, uh. they're a little bit better than the Giants to me. Yeah, I like that. I like that a little better. Yeah, let's go with the Giants. Let's go with the Red. Uh, 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 Commanders. Um, Keep in mind, also, Dan Carr is no trade clause. Who needs more receivers? Washington? No, no he, he, he was saying the Commanders have more receivers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah right, right, right. Okay, I got Okay, gotcha. I thought we had a had a great debate there. Uh, okay. Keep in mind what makes this more interesting is Dan Carr has a no trade clause. Well, I mean, he's going to lift that clause because he wants to get traded, I think. He, I think it was his idea to say, screw this, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gone. You're yeah, benching me, I'm gone. Huh? The no trade clause essentially gives him the ability to pick where he goes. Oh, okay, I got you on that part. Okay, that's the that's the yeah. pro. Okay, that's the pro for, for, for Derek Carr. Yeah, I got you. I'm about right. to say, because I know the Raiders don't have a problem with doing it. I mean, they just benched him. <laughs> okay, so, uh, yeah. Look, I will say this. I will say this. If I'm Washington, whew. Nick, what did you say? Two, two. Did you did you say two twos and a three? A, a, a first this year, a second next year, and a third the year after. Okay, I'm not giving up a first round pick for Derek Carr. See, that's what I was thinking. I'm not. Now we can do some second rounds and a third, second rounds and a player or something like that. A player that's that's you know not a really good player, but. I'm not giving right. up a one for Derek Carr. Jarvis, you and I let think along the same this. lines. Let me ask you this. I, I think let so, too. Okay. Is, is, that, is that thought influenced by, by the idea that you don't think that you're Derek Carr away from, from competing for a Super Bowl? It's the fact that I just saw Derek Carr, and I don't want to be too hard on him now. I don't. But I just saw him get the best receiver in the league. That's what we were saying before he got to Las Vegas. And... Yes, they did he's have their moments. The most overrated head coach in the league. But he's not going anywhere, though, probably. It does, I don't think he's going anywhere just yet. Derek Carr is. I mean, that's fine. I'm just saying. The not season, to mention, he's had, he's had, like, what, six different coaches in a 10-, 12-year career? Oh, yeah. No, I agree. I agree with all of that. But I'm still not giving up a first. Because because of that, what you just said, then I haven't got to see his full him reach his full potential. If, he, if there is... If he hasn't reached his ceiling yet, I haven't got to see it, so why would I give up a one for it? I mean, but it's it, really potential. Would, that, would your mind change if you were the GM of a team that feels like they, they could be Derek Carr away from winning? Uh, I mean, Derek Carr is better than their current quarterback. I mean, so basically, they're, basically, you're saying, I, basically, you're saying that he would need to be Matt Stafford in my mind to take this team if my team is mm-hmm. as good as the Rams exactly. were. I got exactly. you. I got you. Um. Yeah, I probably would say what the hell then if that's the only thing that I need. If that's the only missing missing thing. But again, I would have to ask it's myself, I would have to but I would have to but I would have to still sleep on this and let this marinate. Is he the guy that's gonna get that done for me? You know, is he worth giving that up if he can't get it done? Will he will he pull off a of Matt Stafford? Or will he, you know, not get it done and it's like, whoa, this was this was not a win for us. We still need a quarterback. Right, but 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 here here's what I was the about to get to. That. Yeah, here's what I was about to get to because I, I wanted to. Now the Jets is uh, a different kinda, story because I don't think they're right. ready to. Well, I don't know. Go ahead, T. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, 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 I wanted. Like I want. What I wanted to do was paint a picture. I wanted to paint a picture of a scenario where they are trying to uh, do two things. One, they're, they're trying to, of course, trade Derek Carr to 
mortgage some picks. They want to get some picks. Uh, unfortunately, those picks are not going to be there. The second thing they want to do is they want to appease a star receiver. You get where I'm going now? So as opposed to trying to trade them for picks, just trade them for a particular player. Hmm. Just trade them for Aaron Rodgers? Just trade them for Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. And I don't think Devontae Adams will have a, all this talk about my boy and all this. Oh, he'll delete those tweets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's the key. Here's he'll delete those tweets. Here's the and key. That's my scenario. I think they trade him straight up for Aaron Rodgers. Hey, we want Aaron Rodgers. You guys say they might even send a pick with him. But but look he though, he has Fresno State in his bio no more. Hold, but hold, no, hold, no, hold. Stop the State, press. Where is that? <laughs> but stop the press. Stop the press. I, I would be cow. That sounds good. That sounds good. But look, if uh. What what the hell makes y'all think Green Bay would agree to that, to that trade? They're stuck with Derek uh, Carr. Yeah. They went from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr, with, and there's still no Devontae Adams. I mean, well, we think Watson will be good. We know that Lazard Lazard is coming along, and I don't know if Cobb reti- Cobb's probably going to retire and not come back, but unless he can follow Aaron, I mean, I'm sure the Raiders. What, what does Green Bay get out of this? To, is it a listen, win for the Green Bay? Will probably have to make it sweet. They would probably have to make it a little sweet. They okay. probably have to throw in a pick or two in there with it. Yeah. Uh, because, I mean, you're talking about one of the greatest of all time versus one of the biggest un- underachievers of all time. Yeah. So they're probably going to have to uh, make it a little sweet for them. But I'm sure they can find a way to work it out. If, if they if if they pick up the phone call and say, hey, we've got Derek Carr. Uh, we know you guys might be trying to unload Aaron Rodgers. What can we do to make the deal? And and listen, it might be a running back switch. I don't know if that's the case. I'm playing Madden GM in my head right now, and it's you know, the more I talk myself into it, the more I'm talking myself out of it. Um, but I'm just painting us in there. And listen, and maybe it's a scenario where they trade Derek Carr to the Jets. The Jets give them uh, a first, a second, like as Nick was saying, a first, a second, and a third in, 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 in that many years. And then they turn around and trade their first-round pick this year, the Jets' first-round pick, and that second pick to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. I just, I just wouldn't be surprised if we saw a scenario where Aaron Rodgers is in a Raiders uniform, reunited with Devontae Adams, and Derek Carr's who the hell knows where. If that happens, somebody, somebody owes you something major. Something. A job. Because I don't know if any I don't know if anybody <laughs> in Green Bay exactly. I don't know if anybody in Las Vegas in the Raider organization or the Packers front office have, have thought of that. And if that was to happen after you put this out here on the airwaves. Something's not right. Somebody needs to come but, get but, you. But here, here's the thing now. Don't be surprised, guys, if there isn't some kind of a tampering charge. I wouldn't be surprised if there's not a, a trade already in place and there's been some tampering going on. Because I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Where you are still mathematically into the playoff. That was race. kind of my thought. Like, this is, that's a, this is a little bit wild. Yeah. You are still mathematically into the playoff race, but you, you bench your starting quarterback. Because you might trade him next year. Who's who announces that? Well, Nick, you this said playing bad. Well, Nick, you, Nick, you said there was some type of injury clause in his in his contract to where like that's, they couldn't that's correct. He his could, injury, if he his, had his got hurt for next year, which is like thirty two point nine million, uh, and then and then the following year, which is guaranteed for another seven and some change, um, it becomes fully guaranteed if he gets injured before three days after the Super Bowl, or if he's still in the roster three days after the Super Bowl. Okay. Wow. So he's got to get traded pretty quick then. Right. Yeah. So this is on the as soon as as, as as soon as the as soon as the season ends, 
this trade of we'll be talking about this trade during the week we're waiting for the Super Bowl. During which the means week. they have to negotiate it quickly because you can't just pop a trade out of thin air. Which means I'm like I said, you're right. It's be been tampering. If they have contracted themselves into some, some tampering, if that happens, yeah, you're right. Hey, on another note, while we're talking about the Raiders, let me just take the time to say this: while I have the platform to say bang bang, Niner game. If you've ever seen an ass whooping, you're gonna see it Sunday in Las Vegas. <laughs> Appreciate the dub, Josh McDaniels. Aaron Rodgers playing for Josh McDaniel. That's crazy. I love it. It's crazy and I love it. It worked out for Brady. I think it'll work out for Aaron Rodgers. Good one, T. Thank you. And if we don't win the Super Bowl this year, Brady will be in the Bay. He'll be a, he'll and be a Niner while Aaron Rodgers is a Raider. Wouldn't that be and we something? Could be, and we could be looking at a situation next year, guys, where a third of the teams in the league have new quarterbacks. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Because and, and, right now we already know that we already know Derek Carr might be switching teams. Yeah. Tom Brady could be switching teams. Yeah. Uh, Garoppolo is going to end up somewhere else. Miami. Um, <clears throat> you know. Yeah. We don't know what Miami situation is like. Or New York. I don't think that I don't think that New Orleans sticks around with whoever they have playing quarterback. New York, the J, the Giants, and and the Jets. That's true. All right, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a third of teams right there. And what we and look, let's just say this Aaron Rodgers trade doesn't really happen, and he doesn't go to the Raiders. Do you think Daniel Jones will be a good fit for the Raiders? I mean, no, like he's not going to no. be a giant. Okay. All right. No, Derek, uh, Daniel Jones is, is a is a is a poor man's Derek Carr. Oh wow. And that's crazy because Derek Carr seems like he's somebody's poor man something. Derek Carr is a poor man's religious uh, Jay Cutler. Yeah. Wow. Damn. He's not a poor man's Jay Cutler. He he's Jay Cutler. Let's, let's not act he like just, he's just religious Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. He's just religious Jay Cutler. Right. He's not a poor man. They are. I would actually argue Derek Carr might be a little bit higher on the list than Jay Cutler. If we, if we were really splitting hairs. This is going to be a crazy offseason. We're going to have so much content to, to, to still give you all. Because there's just yeah. going to be a wild offseason as far as quarterbacks getting traded, released, retirements, not retirements. I mean, it's going to be crazy. But, again, if nothing else, have a great new year, a good happy new year when it comes in. And if, you, if, you're, if you're not too hungover or whatever you may do on New Year's <laughs> Eve night, I'm telling you, if you want to see a good ass whooping, Niners Raiders, this is it, baby. The old rivalry where there would be Raiders and Niner fans and the fans not watching the game. I mean, in the stands, not watching the game, but beating each other's asses. It's going to happen on the field this time. And, I mean, like, wow. Just wow. This is the, These are the things that they do to tell me that, okay, they've got it in for the Niners. They're going to do something special for them until, and I don't like to speak on it because, like, they always keep building us up to let us down, but. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what Mike McDaniel is going to do with this tour thing. Is, is he going to be back or is he going to move on to somebody else? Jimmy Garoppolo knows the Dolphins and the Jets playbook. He knows it very, very well. Um, but I could see him being a Jet more than a Dolphin because of the whole he can't throw it deep to Tyreek Hill thing, even though I still think they can win without throwing it deep. They'll just use more Jet sweeps. Uh, Tyreek Hill will just kind of turn into Debo Samuel when Jimmy gets there if they have to. And every now and then, man, he can chuck it 30, 40 yards. Uh, he, right. You know, he beats people so bad, Garoppolo doesn't have to be 
extremely accurate. Mike McDaniel is going to take that shot. That's one thing I do like about him. He's taking that shot. Uh, oh, yeah. You just got to have a quarterback to take that shot with. Uh, we'll see how that goes. I might have spoke too soon unto it, but I hope the, the young man gets well, and I hope he's Absolutely. all right. that's the biggest concern. Because that's the biggest concern, yes, if he really is suffering from another concussion. This is just it's just not a good look. Um, and you want him to be fine before anything else. Uh, 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 again, we may be done with the games, but these are some good games, and we came up with some great scenarios. I also thought of this when Terrence uh, gave us the theory or, or the, uh, the scenario on how Rodgers could be in Oakland, I mean Las Vegas Raiders as a Raider, and Brady could be in San Francisco as a Niner. What if the Raiders and Niners go to the Super Bowl next year with Brady and Rodgers? That would I'm be – I mean, I don't know if some people would think – I don't know. Some people may call it the Ben Gay Bowl. I don't know. But if those guys get to the Super Bowl, not the they're, not, Gay they're, Bowl. they're not going to be looking that old, though, right? Man, <laughs> yeah. Wild. I mean, that's, that's, that's what some people are going to say, the way they look some part they see. But if they go to the Super Bowl for real, you know, seriously, they're not going to – evidently, they can't be looking that old. But, uh, again, I don't know, man. I, but I would love in a perfect world for Brady, if he's going to get that eight, if it's planned for him to get it, to just go ahead and get it now and get out of here. But um, I don't know, man. We'll see. In a perfect world, I'll take that back. We would win the Super Bowl this year with Purdy or Garoppolo or whoever and still win next year with one of those guys or Trey or Brady. <laughs> yeah, I think Purdy's going to make it. Purdy's played well enough and probably will play well enough um, to where maybe you don't go after any of those guys. But San Francisco is definitely like the golden egg of like quarterback destinations right now because that team is is ready to win. That team, and I think um, Walaska said was talking about the Jets on TV today or yesterday. Um, and he said that they would be a playoff team if, if he played for them. And Stephen A. and Marcus Pierce just had a field day with laughing at him. Stephen A. was like, "You got to stay in bounds to uh, make the playoffs." <laughs> oh. But uh, I was saying it to say I, the the four Niners will literally like. I could take that team right now, win five games. Like me playing quarterback, myself right now, out of shape, <laughs> and I can win five games with that team. Yeah, literally just turning around and handing it off to somebody. Yeah. yeah. So that team is going to be like the the golden destination for quarterbacks, uh, whether whether by trade or by by free agent signing. But here's the thing, they ain't got to trade anything because like, why would I trade something when I can, I can clearly win with less. That's right. So I think that might rule out the Derek Carrs and the, and the uh, Aaron Rodgers, but the Tom Brady's. Um, he wants to come back. And dare I and dare I say the Lamar Jacksons? Ooh, put them a little bit in the front row. Shut your spot. mouth! Shut your mouth! I'm gonna finally shut up, man. Man, look, I, I look, I, I had the Lamar Jackson to Dallas scenario early in the season. As soon as Dak went down, and I'm like, hey, this is where Lamar can get paid in Dallas, and. Hell, I don't know what they think of that, but you know, like he, he's not getting the job done. Not he's not taking them to the promised land. He's not getting them. He uh-huh. hasn't. He hadn't gotten them past the division around. And the only reason why they've been in the division around is because that was their first playoff game, and they didn't win those playoff games. So I'm just saying, like after six, seven seasons, Dak is holding them back. I've been saying that for the longest. As good as he is, he is what Terrence said he is, the black Drew Bledsoe. Now, Somehow, when are they going to get their time? Right? Lamar Jackson. Huh? Some, 
Oh no, no. I, don't, I mean, I don't. I, I don't think that's the case. I mean, I think Jarvis was saying that when Dak was was injured and yeah, uh, yeah, it was just the scenario. The scenario yeah. came up. Well, yeah, injured, if, if, injured, if, if, whatever the situation is, I just can't see Jerry Jones signing Lamar Jackson. Yeah, 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 you're, 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 you're probably right. If Lamar decides to, um, if Lamar decides to test free agency, look for the Ravens to go after Derek Carr or Aaron Rodgers or some of those guys that can come in and you know maybe move the ball a little bit differently than than Lamar is <clears throat> is best at. If uh, they let Lamar Jackson hit free agency, Terrence, you better run. You better run from Baltimore. I, I, I do. I do plan on it. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I and I'm not saying that that's. I'm not saying that that can't happen. I'm just saying that, and I, I'm ready for the divorce. It's just that, man. But what what would this say about the Ravens as an organization if they blow this? You know, if they just and then he goes somewhere else, which I hope and shines if he does leave. Like, like this is what you this is what you got rid of. But now look at what he does yeah. when 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 he's playing with Debo and. And, and and you know Ayuk and Kittle and and McCaffrey or what or this is what happens with well what am I talking about we couldn't pay Lamar Jackson but that would be a good that's a good fantasy they find a way they find a way I'm not sure about that man nah they nah find a way. he wants the no, bag you, and Bosa you, 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 and, you, and Bosa's about to get the bag like, hey Travis you know how the Forty Nine do man they get backloaded deals they, they give do. you a bunch of money but they're gonna they give do. it at the back end of your contract they do they do uh yeah. Bosa Bosa they can trade you let somebody else pay. Do you guys get? Yeah. Do you guys got Bosa for Defensive Player of the Year? If he wasn't, he probably will be after getting two or three sacks on Jared Stidham. I think he gets five sacks on Stidham. Uh. <laughs> yeah, bang bang. bang I think he's still in the air. I really do. I, I think the problem with voting. I don't want him to get it like, though. I don't want him yeah, to win. Yeah, the problem it. with voting drivers is that I feel like a lot of these journalists know who they want to be defensive uh, these particular awards. Uh-huh. They want Michael Parsons to win the award. Yeah, I hope he does. I really do. And all he's got to do is make a play or two here or there as, you know, Michael Parsons wins it. Yeah. Uh, I do think that it was close at one point, but Michael Parsons hasn't had a sack in, what, three games now, I think? And he should have gotten three or four on Thursday night against the Titans. Uh, So, yeah, but I hope hope Parsons gets it, though, because I I think if he gets it, that really, really, really pisses Nick Bosa off, and that's exactly what I would like to have. Uh, I, I pissed off Nick Bosa as if he hasn't played like he been like he's been pissed off for most of the season anyway. But him not getting the DPOY going into the postseason that would be very very scary. And I don't give a damn what quarterback is lined up. It could be Dak Prescott, Daniel Jones. It could be Jalen Hurts. I said what I said, Nick. If Nick Bosa doesn't get this award, which I hope he doesn't, for the very reason why. I, you know, Mike Vrabel winning coach of the year meant nothing because they lost the first playoff game. It happens most of the time. Whoever wins coach of the year, they don't do a damn thing in the postseason. I, I I would say I hope Parsons gets it because I really want this to light another fire under Bosa's ass. Bosa had a three-sack game after his coach called him out, and he's the head coach. His head coach said he looked at the film and he said, man, you could have did better. Bosa was like, all right, I got you. And it really pissed Bosa off. And, like, he really had a good game. It's just Shanahan just lighting a fire. Bang, bang. Uh, anyway, uh, on another note, I don't know if I have any more notes. I think that's about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I don't have anything else. either. just wanted to give, give a, a quick rest in peace to uh, Pele, the uh, soccer legend. I was very sad to hear about his passing. And I think he had a long battle, long stay in the hospital with an illness. Oh, wow. Um, Mm. Just want to give a shout out to his family, fans, 
Yeah. Uh, everybody that knew him cheered for him. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. And hope that there's peace on the other side somewhere. My condolences also. Yes. Oh, okay. Hate to hear that. Um, for sure. Yeah, that's that. I, I don't. I don't. Again, I don't really have anything else, though, guys. I think this is uh This has been a good show. Oh, wait a minute. We never did the deep threat. We're gonna have to do that on a whole another separate episode, aren't we? Did we ever even? <laughs> we never even got into the biggest deep threat of all time in NFL history. I mean, y'all not gonna believe what Jarvis got to say on this either. Man, it's, it's a part. Of, you you know the part of the debate we, that we was having earlier. I mean. Yeah. How long do you think that would actually take? I don't think it would take it's long. Like, we, 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 go, we go hold on to it. I'm just saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll hold on to it. Uh, we'll, I, build, we'll build this yeah. up. I just, we, we might have a down week uh, after next week anyway. So. Yeah. I just don't think that guy is who you think he is. As good as he was and exciting as he was to watch at times, I mean, there was also times where he, you know, like, where the hell is he at? Is he on the field? And, and I mean, yeah, I'll hold it. I'll save it. I'll hold it. Um, but I got one line I can drop that can shut it all down. Just one line, one person, really, to be honest. Uh, but then again, I could be wrong. This is just me um, thinking that I'm going to win because I always think like Jay-Z. I will not lose, but that doesn't mean I won't lose. Uh, <laughs> anyway, guys, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it for me. It's a big, crazy football weekend. Uh, Michigan and TCU this weekend in the college football playoff, and we're gonna we're gonna cut out of here. Then you also have Georgia, Ohio State. Real quick, guys, just give me your. You don't have to even break down the analysis on why they're gonna do it or why they're not gonna do it, but just who you got in those two games, and um, then we of course we'll talk about the championship game uh, after after this after these games are played this weekend. But it's here. College playoffs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Ohio State and Michigan over TCU. Yeah, same here. I don't. I don't see any upsets. Uh, if there is an upset, I think that uh, if Georgia is upset, I think that Ohio State has the best chance to upset them. We already know Ohio State does not like the SEC. They whine, cry, complain. Sorry, Grill. I know you probably, you might hear this and take a session to it, but they whine, cry, complain about the SEC all the time. Uh, but they do have great athletes. Yeah, hey, great athletes on the field. An extra chip on your shoulder is possible. I just don't see it happening. Uh, I'm taking Georgia and, and Michigan, and sounds like it should be a great championship. I'm taking Georgia to win it all, by the way. Why not? I'll just take a step forward too and say I'm taking Georgia to win it all. Uh, that'll be, what, two years without, without a loss? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I nailed the Georgia Bulldogs winning the championship last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think Nick I don't he think did. Nick Nick thought that Alabama could lose would lose. He didn't see that happening, and uh, I, I think you were watching that game. You said you were gonna watch that game with your father, Nick, and I was like, well, Alabama's not gonna win this game according to some of my uh, theories, and it worked. And it was I was right, which led to everything why I thought the Dallas Cowboys were actually going to be in the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. Everything fell in line. The Bucks, the Georgia Bulldogs, all of that. We've talked about I've talked about it, but that's neither here nor there. I want to be different here. It sounds too easy just to say, uh, yep, Georgia's gonna win, and yep, Michigan's gonna win. And now you've got what would that be one and two against each other? I mean, what what's Michigan? They are two, right? 
So that would still be yeah, one Michigan, and two. Michigan's a it just seems too easy, too good to be. I mean, it's just too easy and simple. And, you know, like something's got to happen that shouldn't happen for a change. I'm going with the upset. I'm going with the upset here. Um, let me break the internet. I definitely think Michigan's going to win. And I and I say this, I'm pulling for Harbaugh to win the whole thing. He deserves it. I think he's a good coach. Um, as far as X's and O's, I don't think he's the best in that, but that doesn't matter. He has a philosophy. We'll run the ball. We will play good defense. And we're going to be in every game if we do that. And he gets these these guys to play every game, every week, week in and week out. You're going to get the best out of your players when Harbaugh's the head coach. He just couldn't get the big one. He lost to Pete Carroll in the championship game. He lost to his brother in the Super Bowl. He just couldn't get the big one. I don't know if he's going back to the league or not, but I definitely think he'll play in the championship game if he does go back to the league. This is a good look for him. He won a playoff game. He just lost the championship game. If he wins the whole thing, he's probably in Michigan for life, you all would say, right? Or do you think he still if, leaves? If he wins it all? Yes. Uh, I think if he wins it all, he ends up going back. Yeah, if he wins it all, that gives, that gives the boy license to go. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He'll probably be there for life, or at least a long time. I don't know. No, if, he, if he wins it, you're more likely to, to go back to the league. Oh, you think he went to Michigan and won a title? Oh, okay. So right. you you think you're looking at that the opposite way? I got you. All right, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. I, I I won't be surprised if he if he um you know stays, but for some reason I think he really wants to get back in the league if the right job is available. He was a big fan of Derek Carr, but Derek Carr is not a Raider. I don't know where he's gonna go. Watch where he goes. <laughs> Because he was a fan of Carr. But uh, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say it. Michigan beats TCU. And um, Georgia gets upset by Ohio State. You get Ohio State Buckeyes and the Michigan Wolverines in a championship game. You get to see that classic showdown again. I'm calling it. I said what I said. And um, as Terrence would say, man, don't debate me. Debate your mama. <laughs> Sound like a whole lot of tampering and backdoor dealing in the NFL this offseason. <laughs> so, you know, of course, but I mean, even a lot for them. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. That's all I got, Dan. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Hope those are some good games, though, on Saturday. They're both Saturday, right? Uh, yes, I'm pretty sure they're not going to compete with the, with the uh, NFL. Yeah, that's why the NFL and the NFL not trying to compete with them either. Now they could have had it. They could have threw right. a game in on Saturday. <laughs> they know what's up. All right, so uh, th- this is it then. Uh, the Cowboys beat the uh, Tennessee Titans on Thursday Night Football. We thought we saved that for last since we recorded during the game, and we figured they would win, and they did. Uh, well, it's almost in the bag. So yeah, uh, Dallas Cowboys still a fifth seed. And uh, Nick, don't you ever uh, send that text that blasphemous stuff that you were doing uh, a few days ago talking about Dallas is number three in the NFC. No, they're not. They're five. <laughs> and they'll continue to be five. Uh, because No, we all messed it up. I was just letting you know we messed it up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But you you, you said you thought they – because they had the third best record, though. That's why you thought they were number three, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, that's And we, 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 we show the same record as well. Don't get me wrong. We do. But – Man, the Niners, if you think about the monsoon that they lost week one in Chicago that they shouldn't have lost, if you think about the the week three loss in Denver, I mean, oh, my God. And then they also laid another egg in Atlanta. Those are three games they shouldn't have lost. The only game 
out of the four losses I can really just not complain about and say, man, we just took a L, we took a beating, a beating, that was the Kansas City game. So, I mean, and then we didn't have meltdowns like Terrence's Ravens because they definitely should be better than what they are record-wise. But we shouldn't have lost those games that we lost. This comes from us just being so banged up uh, early on in the season, always injured, and then also thinking that, well, we're still good and some of these teams are just going to lay down. And that ain't the case. Well, they've shown us this season, if they've never shown us before, this league is kind of pretty equal or even, the, the matchups, even the games that's supposed to be a blowout or not. So, but anyway, uh, our 90 minutes has, 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 has approached. We will get back to that best deep threat in the NFL of all time. We'll get back to that. Who do you got? Or the second best deep threat outside of the um, – very what what's the word I'm looking for? The very easily picked number one. Or the, you know, everybody knows who number one probably is. We can probably all agree on it. But outside of that, as Terrence was saying uh earlier, that's what we're gonna go by. All right, so I'm done. I don't have anything else. Oh, JJ White is gonna retire. Uh good career. And he's about to call it a wrap. His brother TJ said I'll take it for him. First ballot Hall of Famer. First ballot? Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, three defensive, three defensive players of the year, uh, player of the year awards. Only uh, two other guys have done that. One of them is still playing. Mm-hmm. That's correct. And 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 it was a real conversation with him and that guy for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, I voted him in first battle for sure. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It just seems like it's been so long ago when he was tearing it up, uh, being the, de- it was the best ago, defensive but, player you know. in the league. But he still did it. Yeah, he still did it. As still I did as, it. as I and say at, all at the one time, point, he was out there playing the offense, scoring touchdowns too. Yeah. Yeah. As I say all the time, how soon they forget, and I just damn near forgot. Uh, so, yep, uh, guilty of that as well. Yes, he did used to get offensive touchdowns also. Is Mike Vrabel on the hot seat in Nashville? Should he get fired? We'll talk about all of that and more on the next episode when we recap weeks, week 17 in the NFL. Uh, what are the Titans going to do? Uh, you know, like for the big showdown week 18, we'll see how that goes. Vrabel's job could be on the line though, if they lose to Jacksonville next week. They rested their players on Thursday night to save them for the Jacksonville AFC South showdown uh, that I think will be in Jacksonville. But anyway, no, I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure where it'll be. But it doesn't matter. Uh, in the end, the uh, the Cowboys are a fifth seed and they're moving on uh, to the Week 18 matchup. The Philadelphia Eagles this weekend – have um, a game that I, the Eagles are very, very tricky right now. They could just say we're sitting everybody because we have nothing to play for. Jalen Hurts did practice today. He did practice. Are they are, are, are they are they going to try to just lock up the the, the number one seed then this week? Or I think they... so. I think I think that makes the most sense because we're playing. Uh, it's either the Commanders or the Giants next week, and so you know, I, and and they could potentially be playing for uh, a spot in the, in the playoffs. So I think it makes more sense. If the Giants are playing next week, so uh, I think it makes more sense to try to go ahead and lock it up against the Saints, give everybody a chance to rest against the Giants, and then of course the bye week, and then uh, be ready for the division round. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Hey, the Dallas Cowboys for the first time, the Dallas Cowboys got twelve wins in consecutive seasons. That's that that happened for the first time since the nineteen ninety four ninety five season. Um. That's crazy. That's crazy. The 94 season, the Niners won. The 95 season, the Cowboys won. So, 
I'm going to lose in the first round. Um, who would Dallas play if the playoffs started today? Number four. If the playoffs started today. They would play number four. They'll the play the Bucks. That's right. That's right. We, yeah, we've been saying it, the Bucks. Talk about that, yeah. They, yeah, that's right. But they go to Tampa Bay. And you say that they would – well, the way Terrence is talking, they very well could lose that game in Tampa, right, if that happened? Yep. yep. This is going to be a wild, wild, wild last two weeks and a wilder, uh, even wilder playoffs. Let's see how this thing goes. Let's see if the Bengals continue to, to stay red hot and then get put out early uh, by maybe the Ravens. Uh, let, let's see if the Ravens crawl in the postseason like I said somebody's going to do and surprise some people with a few cans of whoop-asses. Uh, there's another one. And so, like, we're going to see. It's going to be crazy. And uh, I'm going to come back at you maybe Friday night or Saturday morning with some AEW versus WWE. Who had the better 2020? Who had the better 2022 year? And 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 the things that could be coming for 2023 in wrestling. There's so much to talk about on that. We're going to do that as well. I got a lot of things to say about AEW, as always, when I'm talking. Um, it was a bad year for AEW, and I'm going to let it be known. No matter how big of a fan I am, I'm not an AEW mark like a lot of these people are. A lot of their fans are who refuse to say certain things or, you know, they just can't wait to bash somebody for saying, what do you mean Tony Khan didn't, don't know how to book? I'm saying he don't know how to book. <laughs> uh, man, I, I told you, though, T, and I'm going to get out of here. I told you. I I'm, I got a feeling I'm really going to miss Cody. I, I said mm-hmm. it, and I knew it. I had a feeling that he was behind. He was the mastermind behind the good, successful booking and storytelling that we had at one point in AEW. That seems to be such a big thing in the past. But some interesting news came up about Punk and the Elite and all of that. So we got a lot to talk about. I'll be back. We'll be back. Either way it go, we got to get a wrestling episode out. Guys, I'm done. Week 17. I hope everybody enjoys uh, the football games, NFL and college. And uh, NBA games or whatever. I hope y'all have a, uh, a good weekend and, you know, come into a happy new year. Uh, that's it, man. I'm done. Hey, y'all guys have a good new year. Uh, stay safe. COVID is real, man. So uh, protect yourself. I know, right? Stay safe. Get a DD. Take an Uber. Peace. Bang, bang. Peace out, guys.